With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. He's known as the ultimate in the sports universe. The man, the myth, the ego. It's the Afternoon Sports Beat with Jim Traver on 98.1 FM, WWLS, the sports animal. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Afternoon Sports Beat on this beautiful Psycho Tuesday. I'm Jim Traber, your host. Going to be with you until 6 o'clock talking sports. I'm here today at ZT Cigars on Britain Road. The original. The best. I've been getting my cigars from ZT Cigars for a long, long time. You should be, too. Uh, Listen closely, ladies, guys. If you know somebody who is a cigar aficionado, this is a great Christmas gift place i have gotten stuff from my daughters uh from here that i have really really liked huge selection of cigars gift cards accessories very impressive and uh don't forget that uh smoke Oklahoma, they have the biggest in the country or in the area excuse me big huge party will be coming up next year you can get tickets for that too Get that for Christmas for somebody. So it's going to be good stuff. Good, good, good stuff here today. CT Cigars. That's where we're at. Sam Humphreys is in studio today. How are you, Sam? <sighs> I'm doing all right. Doing fine. Yeah, you could be a Steeler fan. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Okay. It's, it's a lot worse to be a Steeler fan than it is an Eagle fan. Yeah. A lot worse. I'm excited to get after it today, though. Had to get up early, plan out the uh, – we're doing our award show on the 73rd hole tonight. So, plan that out this morning and ready to talk some sports with you. Well, good. I, uh, I'm i in a lot of pain today. I have bad days, and uh, this is a bad one. So, um, I don't know what's going on, though. I went to see my doctor today, and I think I'm going to have to go and have, a, uh, have an injection. So, <laughs> my life never changes. Never changes, but – 
we will uh, we will fight through and get after it today. That's what we'll do. Uh, your Eagles, your Eagles, your Eagles, your Eagles. Oh man, yeah, they uh, they just they ha- they haven't had it this year. I mean, they just haven't. And there's so many different things that you can talk about with the Eagles. Obviously, their defense. What they went from number one in the league against the pass to number twenty nine. Mm-hmm. How does, you know, now I know there have been some injuries and things, but, I mean, my Steelers, you should see the injuries the Steelers have. You just keep on rolling. You can do what you have to do, you know. And, uh, unfortunately, even when the Eagles were healthy this year at times, they, they just haven't played to their best. And I I just, Jalen Hurts, look like look, he looks like a different player. He does. I don't know if he's hurt. I You know, I don't know. Um but he just doesn't look the same. I mean, you're and, right on the money with that. And they lost their coordinators. You know, nobody talks about that. You know, you lost both your coordinators, right, in the offseason. And that – you can't just suddenly say, oh, we're going to be fine when that happens. You got new guys in there. Now it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, this Matt Patricia deal. You got a defensive coordinator, and then you tell the defensive coordinator, well, we're going to have somebody else call the plays – what did the defensive coordinator do this week? He sat up in the around? box. He sat up in the box. I'm talking about during the week in practice. I have no idea. What did he do? Stand there? I mean, that's a that's a weird deal. And then did Matt Patricia run practices? I don't know. Did Matt Patricia suddenly take over everything, or 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 was the or Matt, did Matt Patricia, all he did was just call the plays. So when it was time to call plays, Matt Patricia walked in. But then everything else was run by the defensive coordinator. I I don't know the answer to that. But that's a weird deal, man. Ironically, at the you know start of the game, really two and a half quarters of that game, I thought that Patricia was calling a great game, bringing pressure on third down, something that we hadn't done all year as an Eagles fan. You know, I, I like to see it. And then at the end of the game, whether you want to blame Patricia or James Bradbury, but four out of Drew Locke's five completions uh, were to Bradbury, right? I mean, uh, you know, four of four for 87 yards, a touchdown, and a 118.8 passer rating against Bradbury. I mean, the guy just uh, you know got what? beat to hey, lose the to game. I'm, I am massively blaming the coaches. You do not, in a situation of that, you do not let somebody get behind you. I'm sorry. You're not running. Why are you running a man-to-man on top of the guy? I know that Bradbury after the game said, what's well, third and ten, and I don't want him to get a first down. He does realize that it's going to take two downs, right? Because on fourth down, they're going for it. Does Bradbury realize that? Third and ten had nothing to do with anything there. Now, that's either just stupidity on his part, or it's the coaching staff not teaching this kid, hey, listen, this is what's happening here. They're not punting the ball. I, did he think that that he stopped them on third down that they were going to get out bring the punt team out? <laughs> I don't know. He said Why he was would he say the that? Sticks. I completely agree. It makes no Why sense. Why would he say that? The the daggone sticks didn't mean a daggone thing. They couldn't kick a field goal. They had to score a touchdown. You wanted them to use as much time as possible. All right, as much time as possible. So you're saying you're trying to stop them from getting a first down? They have no timeouts left. My gosh, what? And then on the other side of the ball, Jim, why in the world, whether you want to blame Brian Johnson or Jalen Hurts, I think you could probably blame both, but why in the world are you throwing a go route 
a fade route to A.J. Brown when you only need 15 yards. By the way, into double coverage, Brian Johnson, to me, has just made some moronic decisions as an offensive coordinator. And Jalen Hurts, who just now turned the ball over, the possession before that, throwing up the beach ball uh, to Quez Watkins that was underthrown and not enough over the middle, you're going to have him throw another deep ball when you have the best kicker in the league. Jake, the make, you only need 15 yards to get into field goal range, and you're going to throw a deep ball down the right sideline? How does that make any sense in the world? I don't know. I, it was The whole thing looked ridiculous to me. The whole thing. There were a lot of different things. Why did they give up on running the ball? I think they some ran of the ball pretty good in the with, first half. Some right? of it might have had to do with A.J. Brown. I think he might have gone in there at halftime. So where are my targets at? Well, you don't know that how, for a fact. No, I don't I mean, know I that for a fact. I saw what he said I'm, after the game. I'm but. just going based off what he you know, said on Twitter this morning that we can't really say word well, for word. But what he was doing well, was, was blaming everyone else but this. himself. A.J. Brown is a superstar, okay? He's a great player. And unfortunately, these wide receivers, when they don't get their targets, they get upset. They just do. And, um, but he, you know what he does know? He does know that they're not playing well. He didn't cry at all last year, right? They just were rolling. This year, they're having problems. And Jalen Hurts, if it's an injury, okay. If it's not an injury, he's having a bad year. That's just the truth. I wish that they would say that he's hurt for his sake. You know, one of these things, look, I love players that play when they're hurt, man. I mean, that's the kind of guy that I was. The only way I wouldn't play is if I couldn't play. And so, but if you're hurt, people need to know that you're hurt. And I don't know what's wrong with a guy. I mean, he obviously is hurt. It's not all just him being hurt, though. He's made some slow decisions. You know, even the thing that A.J. Brown was talking about, Devontae Smith's running wide open over the middle of the field, and he tries to force it into double coverage. But you're right. Jalen has been slow and timid, made slow decisions, careless with the football. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you something right here. From experience, when you are hurt, everything slows down. Your mind slows down everything because you can't do things – to the ability that you're used to doing. So, yeah, I guarantee you that, you know, when you're in the pocket and your body's feeling good and you're looking around the field and you're going to your progression, yeah. But when you're not feeling good, you're thinking, well, geez, I, and I don't know what his injury is. I have no idea. I don't know if it's his lower body. I don't it's, know if it's his I upper body. I think it's still the left knee because you can still see the big brace on it. You know, yeah. he well, still has it on your every mind, game. Your mind is an amazing thing, okay? And – if you are physically hurt, your mind does not do what it should do. It just doesn't. It's the way we are. So if he is still hurt, then that to me is the reason why he is making a bunch of slow, uh, methodical decisions. Uh, he just He's just not there. He's, he's, not, he's not what he was. I got to tell you something. If you're an Eagles fan or you're an Eagles person, you're a, you know you work for him or whatever, you're a coach, whoever it is, player, you better hope that it's an injury because you have paid this man an enormous amount of money. And I listen, I didn't have any problem with paying him that. I mean, the guy was really good last year, and he was good the year before. But there is a reason why he he didn't get picked in the first round. Because a lot of teams just didn't think he was going to be real good here. And he's proven everybody wrong so far.
But this year, it's not good. 17 be- turnovers. What I'm saying, it better be an injury. That's all I'm saying. If it's not an injury and he has just regressed back like last year was just a out-of-his-mind experience, well, then your squad's in big trouble because you run into – you have an average quarterback, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying if he is average, you pay him all that money. You're gonna, you're not gonna be able to. You're not gonna have an AJ Brown. You're gonna lose AJ Brown. You're gonna lose guys on your defense. Kelsey's gonna retire. Heck, I think Lane Johnson might retire. All that dude is, all he does is get hurt. His body. I'm telling you what. When he's 50 years old, dude, he won't be able to move. You're right. So I. I'm not listen, I'm not giving up on the Eagles. What I am saying is is that he better be playing like this because he's hurt. Cuz if he doesn't, if this isn't true and he has just regressed, then your squad's in trouble, dude. Well, and I'm just I saying, am giving up on him as far as this year goes. Not saying that they won't win a playoff game or something like that, but I, same thing with the Cowboys that I said yesterday. They aren't going into San Francisco and beating the 49ers at their place. Same thing with the Eagles. Well, nobody nobody, nobody is. is. Nobody in the league is going to go in there and beat them. That's why nobody. last night's game was so crucial. you got to win that. Yeah. Have a chance well, at the one seed. You have three, uh, you have three uh, winnable games, and um, – and then they, they got a hard time. Yeah, I mean, you know? if the Eagles went out, they'll probably win the division because it, the tiebreakers, it's all the way down to the fifth tiebreaker, I think, which is strength of victories um, of uncom- uncommon opponents. And so, you know, I, I think the Eagles have a pretty big lead since they beat the Buffalo Bills and also beat Kansas City. Um, and it goes based off how many wins those other teams have. So if, if the Eagles went out, they're going to – you know, win the NFC East. But what I'm saying is after last year and the expectations headed into this year, this has been a massive disappointment for the Eagles. Yeah, well, it got everybody up. Uh, it got everybody all fired up last year, you know. I mean, everybody. I mean, my goodness, last year was unbelievable. And everybody, oh, they're going to win the whole thing this year. And they kept on winning this year. But I kept saying to you, Sam, and you know it, I kept saying, look, you know what, Skinny just texted me and he brought up – you remember a couple years ago when the Steelers went 11 and 0 to start the season? Mm-hmm. And Big Ben people was were like, old. "Wow, yeah. Big Ben, he was ba- he wasn't Big Ben could barely move, but they were beating people." And I'm coming on the air going, "I don't know. It's the worst 9 and 0 team I think I've ever seen. That's worst 10 and 0 team him, I've ever it? seen." What'd you say? That's the year Baker beat him, isn't it? That's right. They lost to the Browns in the playoffs. That's exactly right. And uh, the very first play of the game against them, they snapped it over Ben's head, went all the way back to the goal line, and he wouldn't get on the ball and uh, gave up a touchdown right away. Um, but anyway, sometimes you can see what teams do, you know, like how they play. It's not only whether you win or lose, it's how you play. Now, when you get to the playoffs, you just want to win. It doesn't matter. But to get there, how are you playing? And although I think this Eagles team is better than that Steelers team, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's, that Steelers team was not not great. Um, and I'm not going to put Jalen Hurts at the level of Ben when he was retiring. But this team has not – they have not played well. They haven't had – you know, they haven't had a real good game. And last night it looked like, okay, well, the offense wasn't great. Seattle's a tough place to play now. I mean, that place is loud. And they've still got a decent defense. But then 
at the end of the game, you let a backup quarterback drive 92 yards. And then I just don't have any idea. Again, I'll say it again. What are they doing? You know, Shannon Sharp said something today. He said, in that situation, the coaches always say, don't get beat cheap or deep. Yep. Cheap or deep. Well, there it is. You're, you are playing man-to-man on, some people will say, well, it's their third receiver. Well, if you think Smith and Jigba is a third receiver, then you don't know football. Okay? That dude is, is really good. But you're playing man-to-man on that guy. And then he even has the, the, the guts to talk about third and ten? I can't believe that nobody in the daggone press conference said, hey, dude, well, I mean, do you understand that nobody cares about third and ten? Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. I also want to say one last thing to the Eagles fans out there because last night I saw a lot of tweets, which a lot of them weren't wrong, that it was a cheap false start that probably cost them four points on the – Although, thing. although, Sam, it was the right call, whether you like it or not. I'm just fine. telling you it was. That's fine. I, I agree. I don't like it, but it is the right call. I get but it. Go ahead. No, but go ahead. listen to my point here is, yeah. and, and then whether the guy's foot was down at the end of the game, who cares? The, the point here that I want to make is the Eagles were gifted a massive gift from Pete Carroll, who what took a, a timeout. What out, a stupid move, Took man. a timeout. To give the Eagles time to challenge it turns a fourth and two into what was it a fourth and seven or eight? Yep. They have to kick seven. the they, they have, have to, to kick yep. the field goal. What are, what are they doing? I mean, it almost cost the Seattle Seahawks the game. I look. I don't have any idea. It was ridiculous. You, you know, look at look at Buffalo against Dallas. They rush as fast as they possibly can to run the play so no one can look at the daggone thing. Meanwhile, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll they're running around like yard birds trying to figure out, can we get a playoff? Then they can't get the playoff. They call a timeout. Now, by that time, the TV and everybody's going, oh, man, this is a review. And what happens? Then they review it and move it back. Unbelievable. That's so stupid. Almost every single NFL game, there's one coach that makes a stupid move. Almost every single game. And obviously, Pete Carroll's a really good coach, but I don't know what the heck he was doing there. But my point is, if you're the Eagles, you get gifted that opportunity. If you get gifted those, you know, opportunities like that, you have to take advantage of them. And they didn't. They didn't. They threw a pick and then, you know, let them go down and score and then threw another pick to end the game after that. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened in that game that I just don't understand. And unfortunately, they were things that most of them were things that the Eagles did. Yep. I don't remember why the heck you're throwing the ball deep. If he is hurt, then why are you throwing the ball deep? I'll tell you another thing, too. Quez, is, Quez uh, what's his name? Quez, uh, Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins? Why doesn't he defend that a little better? He's just kind of standing there like letting the guy catch the ball. Yeah, I mean, when you, that's such a massive play. When you see that the guy has, um, you know, inside leverage on you, grab him. Do something. Get a penalty. But just don't let him catch the ball. But to even throw the play is ridiculous. To call the play is ridiculous. Although, I'm sure there was somebody else open. You know, there's got to be people open that I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, um, 
Jalen Hurts is doing to on check the play. it down. We were talking about this with Mark, and he just refuses to check it down. He he tries to force it into these tight windows, and a lot of the times it's when the Eagles are ahead, trying to, you know, like two or three points ahead. It's like he's acting like they're down fourteen. Yeah. Well, I hope. I hope this is an aberration, dude. For your sake, I really do. I hope that this is an aberration because. If it is, then okay, you know, get him healthy and then everything will be good. If it isn't, then you guys are in trouble because you cannot pay somebody that much money. You just can't. You can't pay somebody that much money who is not going to be a star. All you got to do is look around the league. It happens all the time. And it hurts the team immensely. 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 All right, uh, let's take a uh, og break. They'd like to uh, wish you a happy holiday season for you and your family. I'm here today at ZT Cigars. All the cigars you want. The biggest, um, uh, the biggest, uh, what's that called again? Why, am, why can't I remember? Humidor. Why can't I remember that? I, ugh, I'm such an idiot. The uh, biggest humidor in the state. Come on in and check it out. All the cigars you want. And listen, people. If you have somebody in your family that smokes cigars, this is a great – we all know how hard it is to to, uh, to uh, buy for old men, right? My daughters have bought me stuff here for Christmas and my birthday. And they got great stuff, carrying cases. I mean, everything you want. I could use a new lighter, but I can always buy that myself. All right, we'll be back. Traber's taking a lot more coming up on the leader in sports, the animal. back here today at ZT Cigars. Well, I got to tell you something. I'm looking at the top 50 classes. We forget about tomorrow is signing day. The top 50 classes from ESPN for tomorrow's signing day. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with portal kids. This is just the high school kids. And uh, Oklahoma State, nowhere to be found. Not, I mean, you know who has a better class, and uh, according to this stuff, you know who has a better class? Vanderbilt. Really? Yeah. Uh, you want me to keep going? How about Kansas, Pitt, Maryland, Virginia Tech, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Rutgers, Georgia Tech? <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. TCU, Mississippi State. They just got a brand new coach. I just don't understand. Purdue, North Carolina State, Central Florida. I mean, these are all schools that are ranked higher. Arkansas, North Carolina, Stanford. What the heck is Stanford? Kentucky. Texas Tech. I mean, this is just ridiculous. How can they be that bad? How can their classes be this bad? I know. I know, OSU fans. You're going to tell me that Mike Gundy gets the most out of his players. You're right. But wouldn't it be unbelievable to try to get the most out of a couple four stars and just a bunch of two stars? I don't know. I don't know. Help me out. I don't understand how they can be that bad. I'm not even ripping on them. I'm just trying to figure it out. 
How can they be that bad? And it's not changing. Pretty much every year, it's the same thing. I didn't go past 50, but Colorado was like number 49, and they were eighth in the Big 12. So I don't know where OSU ranks. I don't know. Maybe you can find something like that, Sam. I don't know where OSU ranks. Um, I don't even know where their number is. I just know they're not in the top 50. And I know that there are eight teams in the Big, in the 12, Big 12. It says they're 10th with 16 commits. So they're number 10. Okay. Does it does it give them a national ranking? By any chance? Yeah, I'll have to look look down here. Give me one second. I'm on 24-7 sports. Okay. Well, it's, it's going to be probably in the 60s would be my guess. 50s, 60s, 70s. That's where it's probably going to be. 55th. Okay, 55th. So they just... Just outside the top 50. How does, a, how does a perennial top 20 program, how can they be that bad recruiting? I, it is impressive, you know, that Gundy can get it done with such you know, low-star recruits. I, well, when are they going to get better recruits, though? I mean, you're right. They can, they can go 9-4 and four with, with court, that recruits that aren't, you know, that aren't that highly recruited. You're right. What if he got some good recruits? I, mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you'd do better. Um, Zero, right, four-star, or five-star. Yeah, I know. I know. They, all they do is get three and two stars. That's it. That's what they get. I don't know the answer. And I'm actually, I'm actually at a loss. That's what I, I'd like to know. I'm at a loss. I don't understand it. Uh, let's go to... Traber's Take. Traber's Take. You know what really grinds my gears? Sponsored by Van Hoof Fence. Get the job right the first time. Their perfection is your protection. Go to vhfence.com or call Van Hoof Fence today. 405-735-1167. I'm getting ready to be a little bit controversial here, so um, I don't want to try to hurt anybody's feelings. But um, I am a person that has really kind of been for the most part, an Aaron Rodgers fan, all right? I know that there's a bunch of people out that don't like him, okay? I'm certainly not saying that you should be doing Hawasku or whatever the heck it is he does, and he's a weird dude. Now, I will say this for all you people that ripped him to shreds about the vaccine thing. Uh, was, he, was he off? Was he wrong? I don't know. Was he wrong? I don't know. You can just decide that by yourselves if that makes you feel better. But he gets ripped for a lot of things, and I think a lot of it is probably wrong. But I will tell you this. I'm sick and tired of hearing about him now. I really am. I'm tired of hearing about, oh, is he this hurt? Can he play? And then he has to go on there with McAfee, which I will not watch. I know, Sam, you like him. I can't stand him. Um but he goes on there every Tuesday, and everybody's waiting with, bra- you know, bated breath to see what he's going to say. And I guess today he was on there, and he said, yeah, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm i feeling really good, but I'm not going to do it. I'm, I can't play unless I'm 100%. Well, yeah, we know you're not going to be 100%. We know. We understand that. But we had to deal with the last weeks of, is he going to play? Is he going to come back? No, he's not coming back. He just wanted people to talk about him. And obviously, this idiot 
McAfee will push it along. Because, let's face facts, Aaron Rodgers is one of the reasons why McAfee is where he is. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't go on with anybody except McAfee. By the way, great get. I mean, you know, I'm not going to rip him for that. That's a, that's a great get to be able to have the guy that gets him on. But I'm just, I'm telling you, Sam, I'm tired of hearing about it. Now they're saying he's probably not going to play. You mean that we had to wait these last five, six weeks to hear how things are going and watch him on the sideline, like, prance around a little bit? I'm going to let you all know, when you tear your Achilles, uh, it's a lot different than kind of, you know, jumping around on the sideline than going out and playing a game. All right? A lot different. I do. So can just, we done? We done with it now? Are we are we done with having to worry about whether he's going to play or not? Just to play devil's advocate, I'm more on your side on this. But just to play devil's advocate, maybe he would have tried a little bit harder to come back, or maybe would have even come back if they were in the playoff picture. No, he ain't coming back. He ain't coming back from this daggone injury. He's 39 years old. He's not coming back to play. Dude got hurt in September, and he's going to come back in January. Stop it. It's not happening, and he's not going to be 100%. If he wants to come back at 80% and take a chance, go for it. But every doctor in the world knew that he wasn't going to be 100% by January. Every doctor in the world. I mean, he. it sounds as if he's done some really cool things in his rehab. You know, that's that's great. They got some different te- techniques that they're doing. Great. But I'm sick and tired of listening to it. I really am. I'm tired of it. And they just love it. I mean, and McAfee, you know who loves it the most? McAfee and ESPN. Because ESPN picked up McAfee for people to do it, and now they're all. If you want to hear what he has to say, you have to go to his show. Yeah, and, and Pretty McAfee, cool. he, he paid Aaron Rodgers, too. Oh, sure he did. Yeah, absolutely he did. Yeah. After he got that massive contract with ESPN, basically saying thank actually, you for getting me this job. Actually, I think he reason. started. I think he started paying him before that because he was making he was making like ten million dollars. It, it might have been before that. The other deal with uh, yeah, was it the one Draft before Kings or, or yeah, Andrew whoever it was. Whatever yeah, it was. yeah, whoever it was. Yeah, I think that's when he started paying him. Okay. And then of course. The rest is history. You pay somebody, you say, look, don't don't go on with anybody else. Well, now anybody who wants to hear about Aaron Rodgers has to go to his show. And then ESPN said, whoa, wait a minute now. So Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets, the New York City market. Everybody's going to want to know what he has to say. Well, let's go pay McAfee way more than he's worth and bring him in. Oh, by the way, let's fire a bunch of other dudes that are really talented so that we can pay him. Nice job, ESPN. I wonder... I don't have any idea. He, is he getting any good ratings? I don't know anything about McAfee's ratings. Are there a lot of people watching? Do you have any idea at all, Sam? I'm not sure. I, I would assume his ratings are a whole lot better being on ESPN than they were before, and he had good ratings before, just podcasts and YouTube-wise. But I, I'm kind of indifferent on McAfee. He doesn't you know, piss me off like he does. <laughs> I feel like a lot of older guys, you know, I feel like he's entertaining at times, but I can see why he would push, you know, the older generation's yeah. buttons for sure i you know what i don't mind young people that are talented and do a good job i just i just i just don't like the guy i don't like what he's about and frankly i think one of the things is if he would stop wearing that dang on wife beater <laughs> and acting like he's some big like strong he was a punter a punter he acts like he was some big time defensive end or something he was a punter 
Does anybody know that? A punter. Anyone who's on a football team, the lowest rung of the team is the punter. The kicker is ahead of the punter because the kicker can at least score for you. The punter is the biggest yard bird on the squad, and that's what he is. The wife beater is just ridiculous, though. Are you kidding me? And you know what he does. He works out so that his muscles look better. Right. He's a, he's a joke. But you know what? I bowed down to the guy. Will they pay him $12 million, $10 million? I think it was it's even impressive. more than that. Was it? So is he, he's not making more than Stephen A. Smith, is he? It can't Let be. me look it up. Stephen A's being paid $12 million. There's no way he's paid more than that. Stephen A. Smith is their bell cow. He's the guy that ESPN and him and, uh, and Greenberg, those are the uh, top two guys that they, they, they've put all their money into. They got rid of everybody else. So he's making in excess of $85 million over five years. And he you know, terminated the contract for $120 million over four years with FanDuel. So that's $15 million. Seventy-five. That'd be fifteen million. So eighteen million. So you're looking at eight. He's making like eighteen million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Plus, they give him you know the the fantasy factory type deal where he does a studio and has the basketball court and all that. Yeah. Or I guess he created it, but a lot yeah, of that has to do with the money that he's getting. Yeah. All right. More power to you, brother. Keep wearing your dang on uh, stupid shirt. It makes you. Makes you feel like you're big and strong. But I'm with you on Rodgers. I mean, he, it did seem – it does seem now like he's strung everybody along just to get – Well, and and I'm listen to me. I'm not a hater. I'm not. I, I'm really not. When people were ripping in sheds, I, shreds, I was, as much as I was allowed to, um, stick up for him, you know? But, uh, yeah, he uh, – I'm done now. I don't want to hear any more about it. I, I'm done with him. He's not going to play – the Jets stink. If he comes back next year, I, I want to watch it. I bow down to the guy if he does come back at 40 years old or however old he's going to be. Good luck. But I'm tired of listening to it. All right, let's take an og and break. I'd like to wish you a happy and safe holiday season. We're here today at ZT Cigars. Last-minute gift ideas for the cigar lover in your life. They got it all here. Huge selection of cigars and everything else for it. Carrying cases, humidors, they got it all. Come see us right here on Britain Road next to the original Johnny's. Okay, we'll open up phones and texts. We can also talk some about the Thunder last night. Um, that team is horrific. I, I just, I'll tell you what. First of all, the Bally's app is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I will tell you this. Bally's, I actually, you know, I, I am on Instagram, and Bally's, like, puts up a deal on there and says, Hey, you want to watch your thunder? Uh, go buy the deal. And there were people, and I looked at the comments, every one of them. You stink. I'm not paying twenty dollars. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I had to, I had to say something. I had to say something. So I sent out a message, and I just said, "You guys should be embarrassed." I said, two five-year-olds could do a better job with making an app than you guys have done. Please get out of the business." That's what I said. It's. They're horrible. It's a nightly basis. We text each other and we're like, "Is your app working?" No, I know mine is, but then M- mine will just go out. And yours Sam. starts working. I just in the middle of the game, it just stops. Sometimes it goes to Dallas Stars hockey. Oh, I know. And then I got to turn it off. 
Then you I think I got to turn it off. Skate during the commercials, too. Oh, and the commercials. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They can't even do commercials? And then I'll be watching in the, you know, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's a close game, and then suddenly it just goes out. Then I got to turn my whole TV off and try to go back to it and find it. Oh, my gosh. And on a night like last night, if you only have one TV that you're watching, it's impossible to watch Monday Night Football and then switch to the Bally's app, log in on your phone, go through the whole sign-in process on your phone just to get the Bally's app on, and then you can't just switch back and forth between games. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm happy because for some reason something happened and they're not making me log in the last two or three games. So that makes me happy. I still happy. have to log in every game. Do you really? Yeah. Because that's what other people were saying too. How could, they, how could they do something like this? I just don't understand. I, I feel bad for the Thunder. It's an embarrassment. The way the Thunder run their organization is obviously top-notch. I don't agree with everything they've done over the years, but top-notch. And then they've got a partner who runs their games who is an embarrassment. An embarrassment. I, I just can't believe it. Hopefully Amazon and takes them over. Somebody, somebody do something. They're losing money left and right, and they stink. Is that a good comment? Help me out, Sam. I, I'm older than you and wiser than you, but maybe I need a little bit of young thing here. If you're stink at what you do, okay, and nobody likes you at all, okay, and you're losing money every single day, you think you should stay in that business? Absolutely not. Okay. Good. I just want to make sure I'm right. OG&E break. Oh, no. What am I doing? Is it time for an OG? Yeah, yeah. I'm so late. My gosh. I'll shut up. We'll come back to ZT Cigars. Stay with us on The Animal. We're back. We're back. I was making sure which mic, so I just turned one of each on saying we're back. Because <laughs> I we messed go. up. <laughs> what is that, man? It sounds like there's a dang on. Feel that? It's like a dang on. What the heck's going on? Is that that car out there? I mean, I'm, I hate when people on like I talk on the radio when nobody knows what's going on, and that's what I just did. So I apologize. There got an earthquake out there. What's going yeah, on? It felt like it for a second. Yeah, I think it might have been somebody's truck. Uh, by the way, uh, you just sh- sent me the uh, ra- the ratings for ESPN, and the dead last show, ladies and gentlemen, is Pat McAfee's show. Now, you brought up a good point. It's not the greatest time to watch, but. There's other ones here that around the horn and pardon the interruption, they aren't good times either, all right? They're in the middle of the afternoon, and it is dead last. No, you're right. So you you pay a dude that much money, you can't be dead last. You gotta you have to be at least better than Sports Center late night. Kidding me? Half the country is asleep when that's on. Yeah, exactly. Sports Center at 12 a.m. is ahead of him. Everything weekend. The Heisman Trophy preview show? Are you, you kidding would think me? In, the, in December, in the middle of football season, it would be up more than 5%, and that's all it's up this month. That's really bad, man. By the way, the NBA regular season down minus 56%. You see that? College game day down 35%. One more thing on McAfee that someone just brought up on the text line, which is a good point, is when he made the ESPN deal, he kept the rights to show it on YouTube. So that show is still on YouTube, too. So you got to add in those viewers, which that's a, a lot point. of other shows don't have the no, ability that's a good to point. do. Unfortunately, ESPN's not getting anything out of that. 
Correct. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Because ESPN's wanting to sell the show, and if you're going to sell the show, you can't say, well, you can also go to YouTube. Your point of it was too much money is, is correct. Well, I mean, yeah, and the worst part about it is that got, they got rid of a bunch of talented people. Really, really good, solid people, and they just got one after another fired, 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 fired. Oh, let's bring this guy in and pay him $85 million. There, Let me tell you something. ESPN is lucky that they were the first to start things because if they weren't, they'd be in big trouble because they don't know what they're doing. And frankly, none of them do. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. That has anything to do with Disney, ABC, them. They're all, they, none of them know what they're doing. That's the truth. Like it or not. You know what I'm shocked at with these ratings? What's that? Women's college volleyball was in the top 10. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Was that that one game, though? That's what that was. That was that. Over the month of December, right? It says, oh, okay. It says it was, had a, Interesting. Average of over a million. Wow. Well, good for them. Unreal. By the way, I just got a text from my lawyer. He brings up a good point. Game day's down 35% because McAfee's not any good. <laughs> he isn't. He's not any good. I'm sorry. If you, if you people like him, okay. He's not any good, though. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I can dislike people and say they're good. This guy, he's not any good and... Now, the young people love him because he's funny and, you know, he, he does some things that are tricky. You know, he does that stuff. I understand. What he is, you know what he's doing? He's, try, he's trying to be like a poor man's uh, um, Dan Patrick, right? With the guys on his show, the way they all sit around and everything. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. They, they do the same type of thing that Dan Patrick does. He stole that and he does it. And you know what he is? I would say he's one, I don't know, 700th of Dan Patrick. No, How about right. that? I think when so, McAfee's at his best is when he's out, you know, doing the field goals on game day beforehand where he can just freewheel yeah. it. He's yeah, pretty do good the at fi- that stuff. You know what? He should come on on game day and do the field goal deal. I agree with you. But not to be sitting there and passing down the line of, okay, you talk, you talk. Okay, now you talk, McAfee. Now you talk, talk to, okay, you, Mac. He shouldn't be talking and discussing things with Herb Street, who's one of the best it's ever been. It's just not. And Herb they, that, son they, works for McAfee, or at least interned oh, with him over the oh, summer. Da, oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. Boy, McAfee's a smart dude, man. He, that's one thing about him. I will give it up to him. 
I will give it up to him for that. He is a marketing genius. And I told you this, I wish I would have done it when I was playing baseball or when I was with the Diamondbacks. When I played, it wouldn't matter. But when I was with the Diamondbacks, I wish I would have, everywhere I would have gone, I would have said, hey, why don't you give me your cell phone number? Can you give me your cell phone number? Can I give me That's what he did when he was a punter. And now he knows every, everybody, right? He does take his shirt off a lot, too. It's disgusting. All right, let's take an OG&E break. I promise we'll get to the phones and the text messages. We'll talk about the thunder. We're here today at ZT Cigars. Come on out. Great, 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 great things for Christmas. We'd love to see you right here on Britain Road. This is the leader in sports, the animal. It is hour number two. I'm Jim Traber here today at ZT Cigars. Real quick, before we go, we got full phone lines. I appreciate that so much. I wonder. The Thunder last night, that team was embarrassing that they played against, dude. I mean, I just. One of the worst NBA teams I've ever seen on the floor. I mean, you know, and when they hit their threes to start the game, then you thought, okay. But when they didn't hit threes, I mean, they, they would have had to hit 25 threes to win the game. Maybe 30. They're just, that was team was so bad. And then you got the Thunder playing that tough defense so all you gotta really do is just shut down a couple guys you know just get in Bain's face and then you know bang with uh, uh, Jackson and then what happens then they got no chance so listen to this stat that Matt Ravis retweeted last night the Grizzlies joined the 2014 process Sixers team uh, to have the second <laughs> to have the second game in NBA history with twice as many turnovers 22 as two pointers made 11 oh my gosh that is so bad so bad some of the passes they threw i know look the thunder are really good at getting in lanes they're long you know they're good at that but my gosh some of the passes they didn't even have to even reach their arms out there was no length involved it was just right there here okay get take the ball no you're right and then they shot 54 threes and only made 19 like they did get, and by the way, they made their first four. I think. Yeah, they did. They remember did. it was like twelve to six or something, and they had four threes. So yeah, just think about that. From that point on, yeah, that was an embarrassing team. But Chet and has been you, phenomenal. Fifteen blocks over the last two games. One yeah, last night amazing. where he was standing out on the three point line, took two steps and blocked the guy at the rim. Unbelievable. He's. I'm telling you, man. He's a. I, I don't know if anybody thought he was this kind of shot blocker. I mean, we thought he had the ability because he's seven foot one and long, but he's got really nice timing. I mean, he really does. He really does. He's great at blocking shots. Shea, you know, obviously the best defensive player as far as getting steals in the NBA, has 66 steals on the season. Paul George is second at 43. Oh, I know. He's been getting after it. Yeah. Yeah. They're. It's impressive so far. I mean, you you and Mark Rogers might end up being right. I mean, you guys were much higher on them when just about every – I mean, there were the, you know, the Yardbird fan that thought that they were going in 50 games. But you guys both were like, you know, I think they're going to be better. You had them, what, as a four seed, I think, at the I beginning did. of the year. Yes. And I think Mark had them. I think Mark had them winning the NBA championship. So you guys are doing good. <laughs> Hey, the Mark, team I'm just have, messing with you, Mark. Hey, that's, speaking of winning the NBA championship. Clippers, your the squad. Team, the team that I have winning it all before the season. Did you see what James Harden did last night, especially in the fourth quarter? He Only lit it played up. five minutes in the fourth quarter and had 21 points in those five minutes. He lit it up, yeah. 
What did he end up with? Thirty-eight, I think. Is that what he had? Thirty-eight. He had. I don't 35. know if you know. I don't know if you notice this, but uh, the 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 less amount of time Russell Westbrook's on the floor, the better they are. I don't know if you notice that, Sam. He's playing about ten minutes a game now. No, that's fine, and he's giving them good minutes. What was he plus twelve last night with Norman Powell coming off the bench? That that's been a solid unit for them. That's that's produced very well over this eight game winning streak. But the thing that the Clippers are doing last night, and I watched a, a little bit of it, was. They're running an offense. You know, when James Harden first got there, they weren't running any offense, and and now they right. are, you know, kind of figuring out how they all fit in. Together. But also, but also, the biggest thing that's going on with them is that Kawhi Leonard's playing every game, You're exactly and when he's right. healthy, he is a top five player in the game. If he keeps doing that, you might have a chance to have the Clippers be at the end have a chance. But if he doesn't, and if he goes with his normal history, well, then they have no chance. Because he's a super superstar, okay? He's up there with Jokic and Embiid, and that's who he's up there with. And I'll right? tell you who else. Doncic. Who else is playing great for them is Big Z Zubats. You yeah, know, he's good. He, he, he in his role, he's good. And Sixteen last night. They play such much better defense with him on the floor. And then when you add in a night where Harden gets hot, they're going to win a ton of games if he gets hot like that and has nine assists. But you're right. The whole key to the team is the fact that. Kawhi Leonard is healthy, and he's getting to those spots, and he's scoring 30 every night. Yeah. No, you're right. You are right. Remember now, uh, last year they, they didn't want to put Zubax on the floor. They didn't want him on the floor. Now they figured, hey, it's pretty nice to have a big guy in there. I, I, would, I would love to see the Thunder get somebody like Zubax. You know, just get rebounds, block shots. I know everybody goes, well, they don't need a shot blocker. Well, there are times where, you know, the big fella – uh, Chet is away from the ball or he's off the court. That kind of guy would be good for me. Do Let's get to the about, phones. Real quick, did we sorry. talk about yeah. the Lori Markinen thing yesterday? I can't remember if that was with you or with Mark. but there, I think it was with Mark, yeah. I mean, I've, been, heard, I've heard talk about it, yeah. There's been some – I mean, he averages eight and a half rebounds a game plus 27 points, and, and I yeah. don't know any other team that could meet the Jazz's asking price of five-ish picks was the uh, quote there from Shams. Well – the only problem I have with him is, is that he wants the ball. So is he going to be happy with not getting the ball as much? I don't know. That, that's the one thing I worry about with players at this level, because they want the ball. And by the way, he should get the ball, but he shouldn't get it when he's playing with uh, Gildas Alexander and, uh, and uh, Santa Clara Williams and Chet Holmgren. No, you're right, but he would fit in as a little bit bigger guy that can play five out like the Thunder likes to play. Yeah, probably probably won't start him though. If you start him, gee, you need you might have you might need five, five basketballs. It would just depend. Although on the send Giddy send send Giddy in the trade. Yeah, go ahead, send him out there. Yeah, Let him you go to Utah. That. Or That'd and he perfect. would take minutes away. Markinen would take minutes away from a guy like Jay Will. You know, I could have just said something really horrible, but I didn't do it. I'll tell you off the air. Let's get to the phones. Right. You're on the sports animal. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hey, Jim. What's up? This is Bob from Bartersville. How you doing, Bob? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How's it going, Phil? Have uh, Baker Mayfield as your quarterback next year and uh, Lincoln Riley as your head coach and Kingsbury as your offensive coordinator. Let me ask you, before you hang up, let me ask you a question. Does it make you happy to, like, say things to me that would make me upset? Does that make you happy? You hung up? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Does it, if that makes you happy? 
Hey, punk. Hey, punk. Hey, come see me, Bob. Why don't you come see me and call me a punk, you old piece of junk? Boy, oh, boy, man. Beautiful thing. What a way to start off the calls there. And how long was he waiting? About 30 minutes? About 30 probably? minutes, yeah. Yeah. What a life. He has no life. Back to the phones. You're on the sports animal. Go ahead, please. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Good. What's up? Hey, this is Bill. I'm in Edmond. Uh, Hi, Bill. Can't be too hard to uh, follow up that last call, I guess. Oh, yeah. You'll be good. Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> hey, uh, just listened to you talk about uh, Pat McAfee a while ago. Yeah. What do you uh, think? I, I, I think he's a blowhard. I can't stand the guy. Uh, I used to watch game day every year for a decade or more and used to love it, record it. And if I couldn't watch it and watch it later, when they, when they dumped, uh, you know, all the staff and, and moved over to McAfee, I couldn't even stand to listen to two minutes of it. And I haven't watched it since. Well, it looks like you're not the only one because it literally went down 35%. I wonder, yeah, I, I wonder what, they what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what ESPN's thinking. I wonder. Did they think, oh, okay, we want this guy under our roof, but since he's been there, his show's doing nothing, and this other show they put him on went down. I wonder what they think. Are they cool with that? You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. Crazy. When you, when, you look at, uh, when you look at the other guys on the set, roll their eyes every time he opens his mouth, you kind of get an impression they don't really care for him. I hear you, brother. Thanks for the call. You know, that's interesting, isn't it? There's a, sounds like a great football fan, and mm-hmm. he won't watch it anymore. That's not a good sign, man. It's not no, a good fair. sign. And, and the thing that doesn't make sense to me why ESPN would pay him so much money is guys like me who will watch McAfee on occasion, I watch it on YouTube when I'm not doing right. things during the day. So I don't know what the YouTube viewership, which it is over like 500,000, yeah. you know, it, it's pretty good. But why? It, how much is that benefiting ESPN, uh, you know, monetarily? Zero. That's it. See, he's getting more people listening on YouTube than he does on ESPN. And if people don't know the business, you don't get any money from him listening on YouTube. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they thought that they could bring all the listeners over. I, I don't know. It's He's only been on the air for a while. Maybe maybe he'll take off. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I actually bow down to the guy to be able to get that daggone much money. And be a blowhard like that guy said. You know, you got to bow down to the guy. And one other factor is if you're talking about game day viewership, I, a lot of it to me has to do with the fact that Fox has a little bit better product than they've ever had. And yeah, although game Urban Meyer is horrible. I wonder no, how many people good. won't listen to Urban Meyer. But they did bring over some people from ESPN, like Tom Rinaldi, who does a great job. Great job. Yep. You're right. The people that they fired. I mean, you look at all throughout Fox, look at the people that they fired, man, that are now over there. I mean, dudes that are good, man. Who's a dude that played with the Broncos that calls games for him? Was an offensive lineman. What's his name? For the Broncos. Mm. Man, you remember him? What's his name? Used no, to be I, with ESPN. I can see his face. I can't So think. can I, man. Someone, Someone will text, text us. us. Yeah. Rachel Nichols, another one who did a solid job with Diana the Rossini. Yeah. Diana Rossini is a star. Uh, doing what she does for the NFL. It just goes on and on and on, man. It just cool does. Things. Back to the phones. You're on the sports animal. Go ahead, please. Hello. Is that me? Yeah, what's up? Hey, brother. I'm, uh, my name is Chuck. I'm down here around you. Follow. I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener. 
We'll get you some Johnny Sarko broiler, my man. Thanks. What's on your mind? Oh, no, I just wanted to say, man, there's days I agree with you. There's days I have to disagree with you. But overall, man, I enjoy listening to you. Just Thank keep you, up man. the good work. I appreciate it. That's Thank awful you. nice of you. Appreciate it very much. Thank have a good you. afternoon. You too, brother. That's awful nice for you to call in. I got uh, people that have houses I know that live out there that have uh, lake houses in Eufaula. They tell me it's wonderful out there. I've never been to Lake Eufaula. I've driven by it. Does look nice. I'm not a big lake guy, Sam. Me either. You? No, no, my whole family, you know, goes to Eufaula every year for all the holidays. But if it's a good lake day, it's a good golf day. <laughs> who is the? Uh, who is the? Uh, now, who has a house at Lake Eufaula in your family? Uh, Grant Humphreys. He oh. started the Carlton Landing thing up there. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's his, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know people that live in that. It's supposed to be really nice there. I'm just, I've just never been a big lake guy. Maybe because I went down there, Scooter Proctor a long, long time ago invited Julie and I to go, and we went, and all our family went. We had a really nice time. And then I got on a daggone um, Sea-Doo, and I turned the Sea-Doo over in the middle of the lake and couldn't get back up on it, <laughs> and they had to pull me back in like I was uh, a 300-pound whale. Okay? <laughs> I'm just picturing that right now. I can't yeah. imagine you you know, on the Sea-Doo or on the banana boat or whatever i was killing the sea dude dude i was flying all over the place on that thing this was way back this yeah this is way before my surgeries and everything and then i went too crazy with like i have my whole life i got too crazy and i flew over like a wave and flew it dead in the air and that thing that was attached to me fell off and the thing rolled over and was like on its top and i couldn't swim to it and i tried to get up and tried to get up couldn't get back up they had to come get me so that would have been good on TV to watch. <laughs> really nice. Uh, let's get another quick call in. You're on the Sports Animal. Go ahead, please. What's up? You there? Yeah, what's up? Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, how, how's it going, bud? I got a quick go question ahead. for you. Go ahead. So uh, the transfer portal, I got a real problem with it. Why don't they move the date back till after the college football season is over and the national championship is crowned? Why did they rob the college bowl season from taking these players who want to enter the transfer portal? Because they understand that. I don't get it. Because they don't care about the dang one bowls, dude. It's obvious. They don't care about the bowls. They want they, they want to care give about the, the teams. They got to care about the players. They got to care about something because it, I mean, as yeah. a business owner, I'm a problem solver. And the NCAA is absolutely awful at solving problems. Oh, I, I agree with you on that. It. Oh, they're terrible. They're the worst ever, but they tried to they tried to get the portal so that it would be fair to the players at an earlier time so they could get going and go to their new schools before the semester. If they wait until after the national championship game, then semesters are already starting and there's not enough time. So they decided to do it in December. And then remember, after spring football, there's another portal for a period of time. So that's what they were thinking when they did it. But I, I understand what you're saying, but – Frankly, they don't care that much about these bowl games that are going on. That's the that's the uh, that's that's the truth. If they did, they do what you said. Classes. Let them enroll yep. in online classes if they come in the middle of the semester. It sounds like an easy fix. I, I just don't understand it. I wish they would fix it. Um, they're well, robbing the bowl season. They're robbing the customer. They're robbing the fans. I just think it could be a simple a simple fix. Honestly, just move the date back. If they're concerned about academics. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't make no, sense. No, they're not. We're talking they about, don't, they don't yeah. care about academics, I promise you that. Thanks, man. Appreciate your call very much. 
Um, by the way, it was Mark Slareth. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Skinny texted me that too. Mark Slareth. Sam just texted it to me. I know you probably got a hundred of them on the text message. No, that was right. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. It's one of those guys you just know his face, and I couldn't put a name to it. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, the another guy that's working on that show now that is pretty much useless, and I just got a friend of mine who texted me this is that Stanford Steve guy, and that's that's just Van Pelt. That's all that is. That's his buddy. He's so bad at picking games, it's embarrassing. They'd be better if they brought in the fact jack. You know where the bear Felica went? Yeah, he's at Fox. Yep. By the way, he's not that great at picking games either. No, but I find him entertaining. Yeah, 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 I agree. Fat Jack blows both of those dudes away. If they were smart, fart, Fat Jack is much more entertaining than the, than Steve uh, Stanford Steve, and he knows how to pick games. But nope, they're going to pick. That was that was uh, that was uh, Van Pelt's buddy, and so he brought him in on his show, and then now he took over for the Bear because I'm sure they didn't want to pay the Bear anymore. Right? That's what it is. That's what the ESPN has become. Spend the least amount of money on all the people that matter and then spend a whole bunch of money on the fluff. That's what they are. That's what they are. And guys like, like, look, I understand Stephen A. Smith. I understand what he's all about. Um, I think Stephen A. Smith is really good. But for him to be the face of the entire network is kind of a trip for me. Well, he's not to me. It's but SDP. he is for them. Right. I'm just saying for them. SVP him and is Greenberg. The best. Well, I love SVP, but by the money, it's him and Greenberg. Correct. Yeah. You know, and 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 that, look, ESPN they do some decent things, but they've lost their mind in the last three four years. And guess what? They spend money for everything if it's a sport, women's basketball, everything. Oh, let's buy. Yeah, we'll do this. Let's buy that. Let's buy that. And then when they spend all that money and don't make any of it back, that's the problem. They don't make any money on it. Then they go, oh, okay, well, let's get rid of, uh, let's get rid of, uh, Tom Rinaldi because he's making too much money. Let's get rid of Diana Rossini. Let's get rid of Mark Schlereth. Let's get rid of the bear. Let's get rid of the bunny. It just goes on and on and on and one on. Thing, one thing they got right was Monday Night Football with Joe Buck and Aikman and then obviously. About time, isn't it? The Manning Steve stuff Levy was, was the worst I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes. You know? I mean, he was horrible. I, he's a great, by the way, he's a great guy. He went up, when I worked up there, he would come on the radio and he would come into the station, like where we were, and he would come in. Great guy. I mean, a wonderful guy when I used to do weekends for ESPN. But he's not a play-by-play he's guy. He's a hockey guy. Yeah, that's fine. Let him do hockey. Let's take an OG&E break. They'd love to wish your family a happy and safe holiday. Here today at the ZT Cigars. Speaking of the holiday, what a great place to come get stuff for the holidays. If you know someone who smokes cigars, this is the place. Come see us, ZT Cigars. Uh, and don't forget about the biggest uh, cigar party of the year, Smoke Oklahoma. You can get tickets for that, too, for somebody for Christmas. We'll come back. More calls and texts on the animal. Don't go away. We're back. ZT Cigars, Britain Road, getting ready for the holiday season. <clears throat> Sam, you're, you're a lot hipper than me, a lot cooler than me, younger than me. You know Thank what's you. going on. Have you ever heard of a woman named Princess Love? No, I have not. Is Josh, she a singer? Have, have you ever heard she? of a woman named Princess Love? I guess she's a big-time, like, influencer, I guess, maybe. She's on the Internet and everything like that. Anyway, I think she might be. I think her boyfriend is somebody really, really. Someone's going to text and tell you about her. 
and then you can maybe read it to me. But she, about a little over a year ago, she took up poker. She's Ray J's wife. Who's Ray J? (laughs) Uh, The the guy that made uh, Kim Kardashian famous for some reason. Okay, you have to tell me. I guess I can't say it on the air. So you sound like sound like you're, not, you're embarrassed to say it. Some sort of happened. tape happened between oh, Kim K and Ray J. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Okay, so that's his wife, I guess. So anyway, um, I guess she does a lot of stuff on the internet. She got like millions of followers and stuff. Anyway, about a little over a year ago, she said that she wanted to pick up poker, so she had somebody teach her how to play. But she just got knocked out fortieth in the biggest tournament. Of the of the in the world, except for the main event at the World Series of Poker, this is that big one that I've talked about for like a couple months. It's forty million dollar guarantee. I think they had thir- over thirteen hundred people for it. They came short of the four hundred. They they had to give in. They had to put in two point four million. They were two point four million short of the forty million. But she just finished fortieth. She just got knocked out. She she made one hundred and thirty three thousand dollars. And she just took up the game like a like a I don't know like a year and a half ago. Gee, many Christmas. Here's the other thing. I was watching her play. She was at the main she was at the main table that you can watch on YouTube. I was watching it last night while I was watching football and basketball. I also had my phone on that watching the poker, and she's pretty good. Princess Love, she's pretty good. I need to change my name to Prince Love. What do you think? Prince Love? Prince Love. Would you be brothers with Dr. Love? Dr. Love. I love it. All right, let's get to the phones. You're on the sports animal. Go ahead, please. Hey, Jim. First time caller. Good. We'll get you some Johnny Charcoal Broiler when you're done, so hold on. So the whole thing with uh, Pat McAfee, I'm uh, 24. I'm a little bit younger, and I used to love watching college game day, but now it's just really – tough for me to want to watch with pat mcafee being on there really so you're the you're the you're the you're the people that are supposed to like him the 24 year olds are supposed to like him well you see i used to like him I, i'd tune into a show on youtube then he then they put him on college game day and i just don't like the way it all meshes together with him okay on there. i see what you're saying okay okay so let me ask and, you this is you think he's acting like he's gotten a little bit too big is that what you're trying to say I feel like he has. I feel like he's punching above his weight class, in my opinion. <laughs> I like that a and, lot, man. Okay, and good. My, my take on that is, you know, with you saying about his show being on ESPN, when I tune into it, I watch it on YouTube because when you watch it on ESPN, the quality is not as good as what they show on YouTube. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. It's 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 kind of crazy because then after they close it off of ESPN, they do another hour after that where they'll like occasionally bring on JJ Watt and a couple other big names. And that's only so on that's YouTube. Kind of yeah. Okay. And that's okay. Only on YouTube. Beautiful. But yeah, and man, it's tough to watch college game day and I love Lee Corso, but Man, I just hate seeing him out there sometimes. He just doesn't even know where he's at anymore. It's beautiful to watch. Thank you, brother. I love you calling in and telling me that. Thanks, okay? Appreciate that. That's beautiful. Um, Someone texts in from the 918, Big Daddy Love. 
Big Daddy Love. I like that. Man. <laughs> that is awesome. That's got to be my new name. Big Daddy Love. <laughs> Go home and tell yeah. that one to Julie. I like that. I'm going to have to tell her that. I'm going to tell her. Say, Listen, don't call me Big Daddy anymore. I'm Big Daddy Love. That's good. To the phones. You're on the sports animal. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hello, Prince Ultimate. Yeah. What's up, Prince Ultimate? Oh, no, now I'm changing. Now, now I'm Big Daddy Love, man. That's what I am, Big Daddy Love. <laughs> I've, been, I've been meaning to call you for the past couple of weeks just to get your take on Mason Rudolph and what his life looks like these days and if he's just going to kind of run into the – ride into the sunset and just kind of go away and yeah. look like, it looks like he Making, may have one last stand here in him. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's making a million dollars a year to hold a clipboard. He is going to get a couple starts here. Hopefully he'll do well. But, you know, he's had a good life, man. He, his body yeah. is not going to get beat to death. He'll be able when he's 45, 50 to probably walk, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure he'd like to make $40 million and be a star, but he's just he's just not good enough to be that guy. But he's the per- – you should hear the people well, in Pittsburgh I'm- talk about him. It's unbelievable how they talk about this kid, how great he is. Well, let me – and I wanted you know, to ask you a question about that too. Like, what – like, I mean – uh, we don't need to go into how well he was in college, but what I mean is it is it the is it him is it the situation in Pittsburgh? Like, what's the difference between him and like a Brock Purdy who comes in? And I'm not comparing the two by no, any means. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, but what's it's, the difference between him and like? Does it just click for a Brock Purdy and those kind of guys or Zach Wilson? Yeah, and it's it, just and it, it just it, doesn't. It's just it's inexplicable. It's hard to really say why things like that happen or why they don't happen. Obviously, Mason Rudolph was a better college quarterback. So was Baker Mayfield than Purdy. But Purdy got in a good situation, obviously. That helps. And then he gained confidence. And when you watch that guy now, boy, he looks like he's been playing in the league for 10 years. You know? Yeah, he looks phenomenal. Well, it's it's just click, right? Yeah, that's right. Now, Rudolph, he had some chances here and there. And, of course, he was behind Ben Roethlisberger. And, you know, if Ben was healthy, he was playing. But when he did play... Look, I'm going to tell you this from my experience. The hardest thing in sports is to sit over there and wait to play. It is the hardest thing there is. You have no idea. I would, I'd have to sit on the bench. I'd have a big old chew in my mouth. I'd be sitting at the end of the bench, and the manager would look down the bench and say, Whammer, because that was my name, Whammer, you're going to pinch hit next inning. Okay, well, now i got to get up, loosen up, maybe take a couple swings in the back room, get ready to go hit knowing that's my only chance to play that day. If I go out there and pop up, guy throws a fastball right down the middle of the plate, and I miss it by a hundredth of an inch, and I pop it up. I'm done. I'm out. That's what I did for the day. So it is so hard to be that kind of guy. Look, I don't know. I can't tell you if they would have given him a chance and just said, okay, you're going to start the next six games. Go for it. Just like if they had said to me, we're going to give you 400 straight at bats, go for it. I don't have, I believe I'd have done well. I bet you Mason Rudolph believes he's done, would done well. But more than likely, probably neither one of us would have been as good as we thought we were. Does that make sense? Right. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Well, good for him. I, I mean, I, I enjoy him. He's a good, he's a good guy. And I'm glad, like you said, he can, I mean, he can make his millions and be yep. walking and have, you know, be able to speak coherently when he's, in his 60s Amen. and 70s. Amen, so, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
I think the, I hope he wasn't taking a shot at me about speaking coherently in his 60s because he's talking about me, man. I'm having a hard time doing that sometimes. You're younger um, than your age, Jim. Oh, man. I am so much older than my age, dude. It's not even funny. Not even funny. <sighs> anyway. Give me, give me a text or two before we take a break. And then we'll get back to the phones. Give me a text. Give me right, something th- good. This one, this one irritates me, Jim, because. All right. So what do you got? We started our show ripping Jalen Hurts. I called him slow, timid, you know, careless, inefficient. Absolutely. Yeah. I said he cost the Eagles the game last night with the two interceptions, making it his 17th turnover on the year. And this text here says from the 405, why, why was Dak's interception such a big deal for everyone last year, but no one seems to care about it when Hurts and Allen do it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they just don't listen. And, you know, that what they do is is that maybe they get in a little bit late and they don't know, but well, listen, we ripped the Eagles and Hurts up and down today, okay? And Sam Humphreys was very truthful about the team he loves, just like I was very truthful about the team I love. That's what we do. If you don't do that, you lose all credibility. The Eagles have had a really tough year. Even though they got a really good uh, record, they haven't been the same. So, and, and Hurts, if he's hurt, tell us. Because he is not the same quarterback. And I'll just say what I said in the beginning of the show, and I know you agree with this. If he's hurt, great. If he's not hurt, then the Eagles are in trouble. Because is he last year's quarterback? that they just gave millions and millions and millions of dollars to? Or is he this year quarterback? Because if he's this year, then the Eagles are in big trouble. It's that simple. Yep. Now, I'm going to say he played two really good – well, he played one really good year, one great year, and now a very average to below average below year. Average, yes. Yeah, I was going to say two below. But um, I'm not going to – you can't give up on him, obviously. But it's bothersome. And he does look like something's wrong with him. So yeah, we've been t- we talked all about that, people. So yeah, and by the way, stop stop sticking up for Dak Prescott, please, please stop it. He is what he is. When things go well, he's great. When things don't well, he's not. It's that simple. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. He's a really really good quarterback. It's just that the upper echelon players that he doesn't belong in do it when it's on the line. Okay, when it's on the line, they do it. And Dak doesn't. I, I still go back. Nobody wants to talk. I still go back to the Eagles game. If he doesn't step out of bounds, they beat your Eagles in Philadelphia. If you ask me, that's me. If he doesn't step out of bounds, which is one of the easiest things in the world to do when there's hardly anybody around you. So or the that's delay just, of game, like a lot of different right. things were on deck. A lot of things. And there's other other things, too. We could go on and on between him and the coach. They're, they're going to have a hard time. It's just that simple. So stop sticking up for Dak. We, he is what he is. It's just like Baker Mayfield. He is what he is. All of these players are what they are. We've identified what they are. That's what they are. If they change our minds, okay. But usually after two, three, four, five years, they are what we think they are. It just Pretty cracks simple. me up. The Cowboys fans are now in the text line today, not yesterday, but today, <laughs> you know, after the right. after yeah. the Bills game. And it's like it reminds me of that great quote, misery loves company, right? Because yep. now after this weekend with the Cowboys and the Eagles, they're in the same boat that neither of them will win the NFC because neither of them can go to San Francisco and beat that Niners team, in my opinion. No. 
you know, the team that nobody talks about is Detroit. I mean, let me tell you something. Jared Goff is playing unbelievable. He's playing better than either Dak Prescott. Well, Dak Prescott has been unbelievable at home. But Goff is tearing it up. And this Gibbs kid, they don't give him the ball very much, but he's a star in the making. And then, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Anson, how do you say his name? Brown. Uh, help me. Help Amon me Ross St. Brown. Amon, yeah, he's a superstar. And then they got a really good tight end in Laporta. They're the Eagles. We'll see. The, the Lions go, uh, what, two, two week after next, they go to Dallas. That'll be a great game. Can't wait to watch that one. There might be 100 points scored in that game. But we'll see. No one's beating the 49ers. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I thought it was an easy pick, and it is. Frankly, I think it is. Let's take an OG&E break. I'd like to wish you happy holidays, you and your family. We're here today at ZT Cigars. They'd like to, too. And they'd like you to come on and get some uh, great presents. By the way, I had a wonderful listener come in, as nice as can be. And I I bought him one of my favorite cigars, so my uh, black market. I'm not going to do that for everybody, but he was really cool. We'll be back. Calls and texts going up till about 440 on the animal. Don't go away. We're back here today at ZT Cigars on Britain Road. want to remind people, tomorrow, next couple days here, will be a very emotional time at the Sports Animal. Uh, my great, great friend, and uh, like I said, there are three people. The reason why the Sports Animal is what it is, there are three people because of it. One of them is Al Eshbeck. One of them is Larry Bastida, who was the corner man who had the vision to see what this was all about. And then one of them was Mr. Craig Humphreys, who started 1340 and then got this whole thing going and literally is the reason why I'm doing any radio at all. Um, I owe my whole career to Craig Humphreys. And tomorrow at 6 o'clock, Craig and his wonderful son, Sam, are going to do a three-hour show from 6 to 9 and, Sam, you tell him you got tapes of all this different stuff, don't you? When I say we got tapes, we are literally playing these old clips off of a cassette tape <laughs> because we had all of these cassette tapes sitting in the closet, and it's been so much fun going back through these. we got to get you some of these, Jim, from the old 1340 days. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want some. I definitely do after you guys are done, and I really would like to have some of those and uh, listen to them. You know, somebody texted me yesterday and messaged me and said, you know – you can go to YouTube and look up Baltimore Oreo games when you black when you played, and you can actually watch me play baseball from back then. That's cool. And I thought, I got to do that for my grandbabies, man. I got to sometimes just sit down and say, come on, let's go watch Big Daddy Love. That's my new name, Big Daddy Love. No, you got to watch Big Daddy play baseball. I've never done that. I've never shown them me play baseball. No, that's cool. So, so our thought with this show was, you know – we could have done like a best of most iconic moments, but you can always hear those that they're saved up here. They'll be replayed. So we're playing some of the ones that no one's heard since that they aired on the radio back in 1998, like clips with Al and Barry Switzer and Billy Tubbs, or, you know, uh, we we're still trying to find Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know if we'll end up playing that, but interviews that my dad had with Tiger when he was doing the masters and, and stuff like that, that just means a whole lot to my dad. So I can't wait to do that tomorrow night. So, yeah, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, and then, of course, Thursday at 9 a.m. in the morning will be Craig's last show. I, I said to Julie today, I said, I wonder what he's feeling inside here these last couple days. I just can't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. So, But Craig will be getting after it with Sam tomorrow night. Well, he'll be on tomorrow morning at 9, and then he'll do the show at night. And then 
He will do his last show on uh, on Thursday. Of course, he'll, don't worry now. He'll be around. He's still going to do the Masters. I'm sure we'll still bother him for maybe some pregame stuff for the OU football game if he wants. I wonder, you think he's still going to write on his pad? <laughs> you know, that's interesting. I wonder what he's going to do at, you know, midnight. He's I bet he still just watches League Pass, right? Because he's up till midnight watching League Pass and then prints out all the box scores, highlights them, and I know. You know, all that stuff. I don't know what he's going to do with that free time. I know. I don't know what he – we'll have to ask him. Good stuff. Let's get a phone call in. By the way, I'll be taking calls until about 440 before Barry Trammell comes on, so we'll get after it. Uh, let's go on the phones. You're on the animal. Go ahead, please. What's going on, Jim? What's happening? Hey, a couple questions. Okay. Sam, you can pitch in, too. Uh, what do we think about the up-and-coming, maybe the next GOAT, Charlie Woods? Yeah, he, the guy he's hits it pretty far for a 14-year-old, right? <laughs> he, he's, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You, like, you, you see the video, he hits it about 325 over the green, and he's waving at it as it's mid-flight? Right, yeah. Yep. No, listen, he... That's impressive stuff. Everything that he does looks exactly like his father. Now, we'll see if he's going to be as good or close to his father, but he has started off amazing. What is he, 13 now? Is that what it is? I think he's 14 and a half 14. or 15. Okay, okay. The thing that I worry about with Charlie Woods is, yes, he is one of the most technically sound teenagers that I've ever seen swing a golf club. However, I I just mental, worry. Mental aspect. Well, not just the mental aspect. He, he could have all of that and still have a great career, go to the Corn Ferry Tour, have you know a win on the Corn Ferry Tour, even win on the PGA Tour. The problem is he's never going to live up to his dad, and I just hope right. that, that doesn't you mess, know, him up. mess him up. You're right. That's a good point. Very good point. But, yeah, he's got yeah, a he's chance good. to be great. And he's cocky, oh, he's got too. A chance. He yeah. is cocky. Oh, he's unbelievably cocky. Which oh, I, no doubt I about like, it. I like that. I don't mind it either. The problem's going to be, though, is that if he, if he is – quote a bust it's going to be really tough on him really tough on him yeah really tough but it's cool so. to see tiger i know you know you have your thoughts about tiger but it's cool to see you know him out there with his son oh, I, smiling listen, i'm always he seems dude, happier I'm than always, ever no matter how i feel about tiger i i always for i think it's wonderful and i hope that he is being a good father because it looks like he is. You know, you never know the inside. Heck, we never knew that he was sleeping with 50 women in the back. But I hope that he's gotten rid of all that and he's being a good father to his children. Looks like from the outside he is, right? No, he is. And it was cool. Does the Sam, daughter play daughter, golf too? No, I don't think she does. But no, she was she on the bag play. this week with the, I saw the that. PNC. I saw that. Yeah. So that was cool. She's a, yeah, no, it's uh, – no, he, he's got a chance. Charlie's got a chance. There's no doubt about that. No doubt. All right, Sam. So, uh, by the way, I've, I've heard I'm not taking phone calls because uh, Matt Ravis is coming up. Maybe Matt and I will take a segment of calls, but Matt Ravis is coming up from uh, Metco next. Nobody told me that, but that's okay. Nobody tells me anything. Uh, <laughs> Sam, good job. Appreciate Looking it. Looking forward to uh, tomorrow. You are uh, on with me again or no? You're not. No, Ravis no, you're not Thunder basketball until Thursday night when they play the Clippers. The Clippers. That's right. The Clippers are hot, too. And then you uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock with your dad, right? That's correct. And the 73rd Hol Holy Awards tonight. So tune into that as well. All right, man. Good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's take an og &E break. They want to wish you a happy holiday to you and your family. I'm here today at ZT Cigars getting ready for Christmas and all the things going with it. Guess what? 
great, great presence out here. My daughters have bought, I don't know, four or five different years. They've bought me stuff from here, and it's been I've loved it. Cigar smokers love it. So come on out, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas will be easy by getting in here. Or you just want to get a gift card. Get that. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Matt Ravis joins us next. On- with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. The animal. This is the Sports Animal, the SportsAnimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.